This is Your Working Life, a podcast that provides you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. I'm a speaker and a career and executive coach, and today I am so excited to welcome Jeff Tun to the show. I've been following Jeff for the longest time, and we met recently, and I'm absolutely thrilled to welcome him to the podcast. Jeff, welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Caroline. I'm really excited to be on the show today. Well, I am thrilled. You're going to be talking about how to amplify your job search, and it's particularly relevant in this very difficult time as we continue to navigate the global pandemic. And, you know, it's an interesting time, right? Because there are so many different thoughts right out there. Walk us through, you know, what's the current climate? Are people actually successfully uh, gaining new employment? Uh, yes, they are. Um, I, as, as you know, I'm big on LinkedIn, like a lot of people. And I saw several posts just today of people that have found new new employment. So people are hiring. I think it's a difficult environment with so many people that are uh, out of work, whether it was due to the economic fallout from the pandemic or whether it was just a normal co- course of business. So it is much more competitive, but people are finding work. There are there are jobs out there and, and there are dream jobs out there that really help uh, align your values and your passions with your work. And, you know, that's encouraging to hear because I think there is a myth that we need to bust, right? That it's just Amazon hiring, right? <laughs> or or the grocery stores and all the critical things that we need, especially now, since we're still dealing with, you know, hybrid shelter in place, people are working at home and, you know, we're starting to ease back in. But I think there is a, a myth out there that you're right. The dream job is still very much attainable. Yes, absolutely. I, I think, uh, part of it is a lot of business has kept going on. Uh, you know, we see on the news that the hospitality industry, and I know it's just been decimated, the retail industry has been decimated with this, but many, many businesses have continued in the face of this. They've gone to a distributed work from home environment, uh, but they are they are hiring and they are they, they are continuing to innovate. They're continuing to expand. And so that opens up opportunity. So let's get specific because you are an expert. And, you know, the, the knee-jerk reaction is always, okay, I've got to brush up my resume. But right. there's so much more to do. So, Jeff, walk us through it. And, again, you have an incredible technology lens and times are changing. So that, that traditional resume may not be the only tool. Well, you're exactly right, and and I think especially in today's environment, if if your approach is I'm going to brush off my resume and I'm going to blast it out to a hundred, a thousand, uh, two thousand employers, and I'm going to get a job, that's a that's a very uh, hit and miss approach to to finding a job. And with the technology that's available to us today, there's there's a better way, there's a framework, there's a plan that you can implement to help you identify where those opportunities are and, and how to go get them. Uh, quite honestly, a, the, the number one thing that you can do to find your next job is to network. 
your professional network. If you're not used to doing that or you or you have a small uh, network in comparison, building your network is the number one thing you can do. It's it 87 percent, I think was the last statistic I saw, 87 percent of jobs are filled with some attribution to your professional network, whether that's a warm introduction to a hiring manager or whether that's a reference that somebody provides to you or an introduction to someone uh, else that might have a position, your network is vital. And, and that, to me, especially in this environment, it it's the old adage, it's not what you know necessarily, it's who you know, at least to yeah. make those initial connections. And I think you and I would both agree that at the end of the process, people hire who they know and who they trust. And yes. like you said, sometimes it's a warm network that's handed off by someone who knows you, and then you grow and develop that. Let's let's take a deeper dive because networking is so crucial. And I also believe you have to network and nurture those yes. relationships. Yes. But how do, how do we do it well, especially knowing that we're relying on technology? You know, the classic coffee meeting isn't always happening. Right now, right, right. You know, and I think a lot of people have have used that as a reason to stop networking. Even even people that were very prolific networkers, and and I contend you can still make a very deep connection uh, over a Zoom call or a WebEx or your technology of choice. In in fact, one of the things, and I think you and I might have talked about this the other day, is that. I think in some levels we're making a deeper personal connection over these virtual calls than we ever did uh, sitting in a Starbucks or sitting in a Panera Bread because we have a window into each other's homes, right? I can see the background behind the other person when I'm on a video call. You see their cat jump on their keyboard or their dog bark in the background or their spouse interrupt, whatever it is, we're, we're getting a view into the home rather than sitting at Starbucks. And I I think we shouldn't give up on networking because of that. So the strategies for expanding your network are very, very similar in the physical world as they are in in the digital world. If I'm meeting you for coffee and I'm interested in expanding my network, one key question I'm going to ask you is, Caroline, who else can you introduce me to? Right. Yeah. My, my goal yeah. is to walk away with with two or three names that you're going to introduce me to to expand my network. And and if you approach it with that intentionality, it's amazing how fast your network will grow and expand. And, you know, the other aspect of, of networking is I encourage uh, your listeners to diversify your network. Um, and, and what I mean by that is. I was challenged by a friend of mine, Amy Wanniger. Amy, Amy is the author of Network Beyond Biased. And, and a couple of years ago, she challenged me. And literally, we were sitting in a Starbucks because that was pre-COVID. And she's having me do her framework. She calls it her champ network um, and her ignore network. And you were drawing it on the back of a napkin. And I thought I was a great networker. And when I when I looked at this, what I realized was everybody in my network looked like me. They were old white guys uh, and they were in technology. Well, shame on me, right? So I should expand my network and make sure that my network is diverse, diverse in gender, 
uh, diverse in in race, diverse diverse in uh, ethnicity, because I get that. First of all, I get that diversity of thought in my network. Plus, it opens up a whole new world of possibilities if I'm networking for a for a job that I might not have ever seen before. So, network. I, I just can't underscore that enough. And in in, uh, in in my book, I, I I cite Amy's work in there as well as Jason Barnaby, which is. Uh, uh, the the roles that you need in your tribe and I provide a tool it's called the network amplifier and it helps you visually see your network and and identify very quickly where are the gaps and where do I need to fill them as I'm in, in the example in the book as I'm in transition looking for my next role I love that. And I'm so grateful that it is a tool because I think a lot of people need to learn how to hone and sharpen these skills. And let me tell you, folks, we're going to be doing it for the rest of our lives, right? Because people change careers and, and that's okay. You don't have a, a single job. But I want to segue because your title of your book is, is really compelling. Mm-hmm. Amplify your job search strategies for finding your dream job. Now, let me tell you, some people get a little panicky when they hear dream job because (laughs) they can't quite identify their passion. So we're going to talk about the title, but you do something so beautifully in the book that just warms my heart. You talk about journaling and really self-reflecting and taking time to listen and think about what are your values and passions. So tell me more. Well, that's exactly right. The The root of the book is is journaling because, it, it first of all, journaling has been around for eons. Leaders throughout history kept journals. Uh, you can read them today. Um, and, and so it, it's almost a lost art with some people today that they, that they don't journal. So I encourage you to, whether you're in transition or not, I encourage you to uh, take the habit, get up the habit of journaling because it does a couple of things. First of all, it focuses your thoughts on whatever it is you happen to be writing about. But the beauty of journaling is when you go back and reflect on it and see how the lessons have changed or see how you have changed. So one of the foundations of the book is is at the start is really just talking about your journey, what led you to this point? You're reading, you're reading, amplify your job search. Why? Uh, and so you kind of t- tell your story to your journal, and that serves as the foundation, continuing throughout the book of writing what's going on. Because I think one of the one of the key steps to finding your dream job or the job, however you want to describe it, and I can I can kind of give you my definition of a of a dream job in in a second, but. One of the one of the foundations of that is identifying your strengths, your values, your passions and your purpose, your personal brand. And you do that by reflecting in your journal and identifying those things in yourself, because if you don't know who you are, if you don't have it written down, if you don't know your brand, you're never going to find a job that aligns with those things because you have to be intentional, especially in this job market, you have to be intentional about what you're looking for. 
You know, my career development geek is completely happy right now, right? I'm smiling ear to ear. We don't get to see that in a podcast, but it just makes me so happy, not only because you really have a better understanding of who you are with this journaling process, but it's actually great homework that helps inform those networking conversations and ultimately yeah. that interview, right? Yes. So it all leads to the, uh, the same end game. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Jeff, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. Your working life is powered by your stories. We want to hear more from our listeners about your experiences in the workplace. Tell us what challenges you've overcome or tips you've learned along the way. And even better, if you don't have the answers, let us know what issues you want to know more about. We want this podcast to serve all of your working life needs. Send me an email at caroline at carolinedoubthiggins.com. So Jeff, we're such kindred spirits. I am thrilled to have you on the show and love, love, love your book. Again, it's called Amplify Your Job Search, Strategies for Finding Your Dream Job. And you talk beautifully in the book about building out your accomplishments. And I, I find that often candidates lack this. I don't know if it's a sense of humility or they just don't realize that they've got to really promote and, and sell themselves. Right. Your accomplishments... Are, are valuable because they, they form the basis of your stories. When you get down to it, networking and interviewing for a job is storytelling. And you have to have compelling stories. So uh, taking the time, I, I take the reader back all the way back to, to graduating from high school. And for, for uh, someone like me, who's uh, you know on the back nine of my career, so to speak, um, it's a uh, it, it's a long journey to go back to high school and think about everything that I've accomplished since then, but it's a worthwhile exercise because it does form the foundation for those conversations that you're going to have later. But the other thing it does is if you are in transition, chances are, not always, but chances are you're in transition not by your choice. Right, you've 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 been uh, um, impacted by a reduction in force. You've been furloughed. Something has happened, and so you you've undergone uh, a jolt to your self esteem and your jolt to your confidence. And so, by writing this list of accomplishments and then reflecting on them in your journal it helps you kind of get your swagger back a, a little bit, right? You can look back on your career and say, man, I, I really do have value. And, and there is an employer out there that is going to value what I bring to the table. And, and it helps you boost your confidence in, at a time when you need it most because you have to be confident going into these conversations because you're selling you're selling a product and that product is you. And you're, if you go in and you don't have that confidence, you're not going to come across well in those conversations. 
I agree with you 100%. And and I would add, and I'd love to talk about this, people need to be ready to, to explain why and yep. what happened because it's ubiquitous, right? Just like you said, people are being let go or rift or any number of things. So it's going to come up. So yep. you better be prepared. Exactly. And one of the things that I, that I talk about in the book is rehearse your answer. And that, that, may, that may sound a little mechanical, but if if you have an an issue where you were reduced in force off of a company or or perhaps something went wrong and they let you go for other reasons right you're you're dreading being asked that question in the interview well why why don't you have a job now why did you get let go from xyz company have your story and rehearse it so that it comes as naturally to you as as the other parts of your story. So that when they ask you that tough question, you're ready for it and you're not hem-hawing around and searching for words and, and things like that. Again, it, it exudes that confidence uh, to go back to that if you can just, well, the, the organization uh, was looking at the impacts of COVID-19 and realized that they, their revenue projections were going to be about 20% below where they thought they were. And so we had a reduction in force. And unfortunately, my role was one of those that was impacted. Boom. Exactly. Let and no shame in that. And, yeah, no shame in that. Roll off the tongue. You can even follow that up with, now let me tell you how I can provide value to your organization. So there you're, you go. You're, you're doing that pivot and you're taking what you feel sometimes as a negative uh, and you pivot into a positive. And, you know, that brings me back to the book title because it starts with amplify your job search. It's still competitive out there and you've got to distinguish yourself from the pack. And you write beautifully about the secret sauce in all of this. So, so tell us more about that. Well, I, I think there, there's a couple of things that, that you'll find in the book is that uh, it is competitive. You're trying to separate yourself from the pack. Um, uh, I, I talk in the book about separating yourself from the stack of resumes, but the truth is many organizations are using uh, applicant tracking systems. So uh, you're separating yourself in the algorithm, uh, as it turns out. But there's lots of ways that you can do that. And some of it is through, as we touched about the storytelling, some of it is having a, a, a great resume that, that tells the story to the reader. Uh, you know, it's not about you, it's about the reader. You have a problem, they, sorry, they have a problem and you are the solution, and they have to be able to see that in your resume. But one of the things that I talk about in the book is a strategy. It's The entire book is built on this framework, the Amplify Your Job Search framework, and it takes you through journaling uh, to your accomplishments with the accomplishment amplifier, the resume amplifier, but then it gets into a little bit of, uh, of basic marketing, Marketing 101, and it talks about identifying your target market you're not going to find your dream job. And again, let me pause and I'll, I'll define what, what I believe is your dream job. Your, a, a dream job is one that aligns with your strengths, values, passions, and purpose. It's one in which you and your direct boss see eye to eye, not agree on everything, but see eye to eye, and you feel that your company values your contribution. And the other thing about dream job is dream job does not mean your last job. 
you will probably have multiple dream jobs in your career and you can use this strategy each time. So, so based on that definition, then part of what I, I talk the reader through is how to identify the target market. How do you identify companies that may have your dream job and may have an opening for your dream job? Um, and it's a very, um, I wouldn't say methodical, but it's a very data-driven approach because there are resources out there, given the technology, you mentioned technology earlier in the program, given the technology, you can identify these companies. You can create search criteria that reveals these companies to you. And as you network, you can get more and more and more targeted on this set of companies. And that's kind of the secret sauce is this all builds on itself throughout the book till that you're you're really targeting those companies that have the job that you want. And I, I love that because you're empowering the job seeker to be proactive, yes. to not just sit around and wait for something to pop up on their favorite job board, right? It doesn't work like that anymore. You've got to be in the game. And this book is action packed with resources and very specific tools. So Jeff, at the end of the day, how is this book different? Because there are a lot of career development books out there, a lot of job search books, but I believe yours is unique. So why should we gravitate toward yours? Well, I, I think a couple reasons. One is it does lay out a plan. And, and by that, I mean, it's an end-to-end -end plan. It starts with journaling and understanding who you are, uh, your personal brand. And it takes you all the way through the process of even evaluating multiple offers. Uh, because I believe if you're seeking your dream job, you will end up potentially with multiple offers that you have to evaluate. So I'd say, first of all, that's that's kind of the the differentiator right is it covers it from end to end the, the entire process and i'd say the other thing is this is written from a different perspective uh, i'm not a, a talent acquisition professional um, i'm not in recruiting or staffing i am a business executive who has lived this, first of all, as a candidate multiple times. I've used these same techniques myself. I have hired dozens and dozens and dozens of people uh, throughout my career of all levels of the organization. So I have the experience of being on both sides of the desk. And I have mentored and coached dozens, if not hundreds of professionals while they're in transition. And this book really brings all of that together into the lessons learned um, and the scars earned uh, of doing it the wrong way. Jeff, I always learn so much from you. I absolutely love the book and, and I'm a discerning critic. So I will tell you, it, uh, you know, you, you have me at Amplify. It's very well done. But I want to remind our global audience of the title and how to get it. And then you're going to tell us about a very generous special offer. Yes. Jeff's book is called Amplify Your Job Search, Strategies for Finding Your Dream Job. And it's available on Amazon. And you also have a fantastic audio version on Audible, right. which is the audio wing of Amazon. And of course, it's also available at major book retailers. But Jeff, do tell us how else we can take advantage of your special offer. Yes. So if you visit my website and it's uh, www.jeffreystun.com slash your working life, uh, 
When you visit that page, you will have the opportunity to download a free copy of the Personal Brand Amplifier, which is one of the tools that I use in the book. And it's you can use it to define your personal brand. So you get that uh, as a free download for being a listener to your working life. The other piece is it will also offer you a discount that you can use on my website to get the book at a dramatically reduced price and that is my gift to your listeners well that is incredibly generous i am truly grateful as i said i just cherish you grateful i've been following you for a long time so i'm just tickled that you and i were able to connect in person and what an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show first of all it is it is my pleasure and i also have been following you so uh, we now have a mutual admiration society. So I am so glad we were introduced. So thank you for the opportunity to be on your program. Thank you, Jeff, and best wishes with the book. And if you like the show, subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud, and even better, leave us a review because this helps new audience members find us online. And let me know what career-minded issues you would like for me to feature on a future show. You can find me on Twitter at Higgins. And a special thanks to my podcast colleagues, Laura Deck, Executive Director of Publicity and Communications, and Claire McInerney, Executive Producer. Thank you for making this show awesome for our global audience. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Thanks for listening. <laughs>